Hey guys, my name is Akshita. I'm a data analyst and a travel enthusiast. I'm Anand. I'm a finance bro and a tech geek. And you're listening to the Why Coordinate, the weekly podcast where we discuss the why behind human society and behavior. Lessons from pop culture and our own experiences to lead a more intentional, efficient, and happy life. Hi, Anag. Hello. Ah, it's been it's been so long since we last recorded an episode. Oh yes, so so long. <laughs> oh man, just for reference, it's been just three four hours since we've recorded our last uh, podcast. <laughs> So yeah, me and Anag are just struggling to come up with nice introductions because all we have already spent the last four hours talking to each other. So yes. <laughs> all right. So let's uh, let's not waste too much uh, time chit chatting then and introduce our guest for today. And Akshita, uh, uh, would you like? To- yes, please. Today we have uh, Tamara, who's from Peru. And Tamara, please go ahead and uh, introduce yourselves. Hi, thank you for inviting me. Uh, well, my name is Tamara Vasquez. I am an economist from Peru. I specialize in finance. Um, right now, I am working as a corporate grade risk analyst in a pension fund owned by Scotiabank Peru. And uh, I love, uh, on my free time, I love dancing, um, singing. Well, I'm not that good, <laughs> maybe average, but I really love doing it. Um, I also, yeah, I also love discovering music. Um, um, my husband and I always try to make playlists on Spotify, like, well, if I think something, we enjoy it a lot. And I love watching videos from TikTok. What a nice point to end on, Tamara. <laughs> uh, now we uh, actually introduce the topic of today's discussion, which is basically uh, why is TikTok so popular? And I remember in one of your introductions, you had mentioned that you like watching TikTok and instantly I messaged Janak saying, hey, we need to get Tamara on board for this particular topic. So yes, why do you think TikTok is so popular? Anag, what has been your basically experience with tiktok because i know it's been not been in india for the last one year but it was a big deal while okay. it was here so so uh yeah i installed tiktok at the lowest point in my life <laughs> i'm just kidding uh, i installed tiktok out of sheer boredom in march of last year like most people i was you know stuck at home with having exhausted all other traditional forms of keeping myself amused. So uh, I was like, okay, fine, I'll have a look at this. So um, I installed TikTok then and, oh, I remember why I installed TikTok at the time. So I read this article about Charlie D'Amelio becoming the most followed TikToker uh, at that time. And she had like 50 million followers. Now 50 million is a huge, huge figure for any influencer on any platform. I can't, outside of maybe Hollywood celebrities, I can't think of anyone who has like 50 million followers on uh, Instagram or YouTube. So that got me interested and I wanted to like, you know, go see uh, what is it that she does. And then I opened her TikTok and there were just her videos dancing and, you know, and they weren't even like as, what I found amusing was that these TikTok videos are not as polished or as rehearsed or as perfect as, you know, you'd see an Instagram post like, I follow a lot of Instagrammers, especially travel ones. And, you know, they'll take a hundred photos in a place uh, and then maybe post one. 
Whereas with Charlie D'Amelio's TikTok, I saw that for the same dance, uh, like for example, at that point of time, Savage by Megan Stallion was really, really popular. So she had posted 12 videos of her dancing on Savage. And they were like this literally casually done with like, you know, her head, her bedroom being untidy. Sometimes she'd not finish it. And like, it just had a very, very like sort of casual vibe to it. Uh, so that was kind of like my first exposure to it. And then I, as I started scrolling through it, TikTok has like a infinite scroll sort of thingy. So once you fall into the black hole of TikTok, you can't, you can't get out of it for hours. I think Tamara has experienced that as well. That's why she's smiling. So, so that happened. And I started seeing more videos, like apart from just, you know, dance videos, there was, uh, what I found interesting was that there was, it's not just like dance videos that are there on TikTok anymore. They're like, you know, small 10 second, 15 second videos about Excel. There's this lady called Mrs. Excel or something about, along those names. And she posts short TikTok videos about using Excel effectively, how to use a pivot table and things like that. And it's weird because she's dancing to music and there's like a screen grab of her using Excel at the top that's going on. And then there's this guy called Newt who does uh, recipe videos and they're extremely short and he covers like really long recipes in like 15, 20 seconds, uh, managing to throw in humor in there. So it's like TikTok has become this sort of platform where, uh, you know, it's, it's a new kind, like it's not short videos. It's not long videos like YouTube. It's not photos. It's, it's like a media form of itself. So that is what I found interesting about it. How about you, Akshita? I remember, uh, when you were going for your first surfing trip, you, you oh, wanted to shoot a TikTok or an Instagram reel video of the vacation. Yeah, that never happened. I I, I admire uh, the people who make TikToks and Instagram reels because, wow, that is work. I really thought that I'd end up making a reel when I went uh, or a TikTok video or a reel when I went for my trip, but it just did not happen like i have blooper videos of it and it's just very sad so that's not ever seeing the light of any day but um, actually uh, as a fact i have never downloaded tiktok and um, my friends have and i think this was during the start of the pandemic and the lockdown as you said anna when people had exhausted all other types of social media and they wanted something more tiktok had just suddenly emerged as one of the most uh, it had been there obviously but uh, it was now the new thing to watch out to and i used to just look at my friends watching dance videos and i never understood what is the obsession with it but everyone used to say this one thing to me is uh, it's addictive as hell and i think anag used the correct word of a black hole because once you're in it you can't get out of it and um, I once, out of curiosity, I just took my friend's phone to see what it is. And there was so much information, like, ranging across the randomest domains possible. Like, there was cooking, there was um, home decor, there was paint mixing, all these satisfying uh, videos. Um, so, I mean, it, it was a very interesting world to see. So yeah, that's that's I've I've seen the replica of it on Instagram Reels, but I don't think anything is as close to what TikTok was. Yeah, we'll we, we'll get to that discussion on Reels and TikTok later today. But yeah, it, I, okay. Now let's talk to the resident TikTok SME. 
trending. Um, so, like you said, at the beginning, I just saw people dancing, and it was not that interesting. Uh, it was certainly funny, but it's not, it's not, it was not uh, the thing that made me go into this deep hole that, he, that you talk about. Um, but as the algorithm starts understanding who you are and what you like while, interact, while you interact with all of the videos by liking it or commenting them, um, you, you start getting addicted to it. Um, for example, I, I love to watch videos about cooking or, or skincare and uh, or finance. So uh, I, I have a, like a, a very range of, of things like anyone, like a very range of, of things that I am interested in. And I think TikTok really um, understood me <laughs> and, and it just uh, showed me everything that I wanted at the moment because you interest, the, your interest goes and they change across time. And the, the For You page adapts to what you're looking for at the moment. Um, so that was, uh, like you said, uh, at the beginning, I would, I would start, I would stay uh, like two or three hours per day. But just, it, that, that happened only for a month, thank God. <laughs> I started putting some uh, wellness application that told me how many hours I was spending on TikTok just to stop it. Um, and, and then, well, I, now I've reduced it to 30 minutes a day, <laughs> um, but it's definitely addictive. Um, and the algorithm that they use, I think it's better than Reels. Um, it also, another factor that it's really important is how uh, the design of TikTok, um, how the design of TikTok is made because uh, most of the icons are really near to your thumb which is the one that you use to interact with videos, which is not the same as Instagram or Facebook. You have on the top some icons and below, but in TikTok, everything is real your thumb. So it's also really easy to just watch TikTok with one hand. Um, that is, I think that's also part of why, why is it so popular. Um, for me, uh, like you said, TikTok has shown me a lot of information that I was not even searching for, uh, at least, in a conscious way and, and um, it also has shown me um, I think it has it has inspired me like in creative ways um, it's really short videos about different topics and there is a diverse group that is in TikTok um, from so many countries well, most of the content that I watch is in English or Spanish because those are my languages but I know that there are more than 39 languages on, on TikTok and it is in more than 150 markets. So I can watch videos from USA, uh, I can watch videos from, uh, from Asia, from Nigeria, from anywhere in the planet. It really depends on how, how curious you are. So yeah, I, I, it's been a wonderful journey <laughs> and I plan on using it uh, in the future. For sure, Tamara. So um, adding to what you said about the reels to TikTok comparison, uh, I also feel that TikTok not only looks at whether you've liked or commented the traditional metrics for engagement, but it looks at how long you spend watching a video because 
in my entire you know a year of using tiktok i've never liked commented on a video but it has still been able to calibrate my for you page to what i like and the only way that is possible is by looking at oh he came across this video and then he watched like a second and then moved on versus you know he watched this entire video in entirety i feel that is one one of the other things i'm not sure if you know instagram does that and the second thing is as of now at least the sheer qu- quantity of creators like all the all the tiktok creators are not currently on reels and even if they are they're not posting every single video from uh, tiktok to reels and then the other thing is instagram reels is like what you said about tiktok at the beginning they're j- basically just pushing out pushing videos which get a lot of uh, which get a lot of views and they're typically by creators who have a lot of likes on and followers on instagram and these people uh, so like on instagram i used to follow travel you know travel instagrammers who would post uh, pretty pictures of destinations around the world now these that is a very different skill set from making you know the kind of videos you need to make for reels slash tiktok and so they are not as good at it sometimes but instagram is still prioritizing their videos over someone with lesser followers but higher quality videos because that's the metric it's going by so i feel like that's another reason why instagram reels is not that nice but uh, again so coming to uh, why tiktok is so popular especially among uh, gen z uh let's let's like let's talk about that a little bit why why do you think tamara that it's very popular among uh gen- um it definitely started with gen c uh right now uh, i was watching some metrics a third of of the content creators or users are less than 20 another third are less than uh, are from 20 to 30 years old and 10% is for the next decades um So I know TikTok is a, it's aging right now. Like in Facebook at the beginning it started with young people and now you have your grandmas and, and your grandparents like everyone is there. The yeah. same is going to happen to TikTok. But um I um I think that it really appealed to younger generations because uh, it was kind of a safe space from them. Uh, in TikTok you don't know you basically don't know anybody who you don't know who's watching. and um even if you live near your uh, your school or, or classmates they probably won't see your video if they're not interested in what you're posting um that's one point uh the other factor is that um it's mm, it's not as easy to use when you compare it with facebook it has a lot more functionalities relating to video content and audio and um so it For me for example I I've made 15 videos and it wow. was not that easy like I had to study <laughs> for them but for younger generations which were born with a tablet in the hand I think that that was very easy for them so that's why I think uh, it really appeals to that to that generation yeah uh, I agree and I think this generation is also very comfortable with video as a plat- like as a form of media and not just like for example i feel to some extent our generation still you know thinks twice about getting on video like even when we do these zoom calls we'll uh I'll make sure like our hair looks nice and all of that but i feel like gen z is as comfortable with you know like for example charlie demillo she's a she's probably the most famous tiktoker and she has no problems shooting a video when like her laundry is in the background and it's all like her her bedroom is a mess Uh, so they're very comfortable with portraying a very uh, 
authentic version of themselves rather than rather than like a more uh, you know perfect version i mean i guess with the pandemic that's that has changed as a usage for all of us because everyone's getting on zoom and i don't think everyone like but so that was one of the things why i feel tiktok was really popular with them because it was a video first platform whereas for instagram video was like a secondary thing photos was primary and youtube then long form videos are a completely different thing this was like you know you can put it put your cell phone on a on a table and shoot something very quickly put it up and and obviously i mean it's it's fun to watch the dance videos also like i remember there was uh, the weekends blinding light challenge that people were doing with their fathers and mothers and i mean i watched all the videos that were uploaded I, in fact now since tiktok is banned in india and i can no longer for some reason it doesn't even work through a vpn anymore so i sometimes go to youtube and watch compilation videos of like <laughs> tiktoks that i like so they they are fun to watch and uh, irrespective of whatever generation you are but again because it's accepted like for example if i shoot a dance tiktok video my friends are going to laugh me out of the room but in gen z that's not the case in fact that's encouraged and probably they'll get more attention because of it and their social value will increase so so they uh, do that uh, yeah beyond that I, i don't know like sorry yeah yeah ahead. i think i think they value um posting original content being yourself um there are also trends in the gen z generation about um how important is the environment how important is to treat each other well uh even when when you come across some tiktok that it may be um a little uh when it may be uh with my my come across as racist it, it might not be but like even if it's a little racist you will see in the comments all of people commenting that that's not right you should yeah. change what you're doing people reporting on it and well kind of like they say the cancel culture yeah. so uh but what do they value is i think most of this generation value that and they also laugh at other generations like boomers who were not so respectful of of other yeah. things you know they they value diverse um they value uh the diverse background of everybody and uh, i i think that's a, a really amazing thing that it, it's coming with this generation and i feel that they are also um making other generations feel the same so like they're sharing the love <laughs> and i love it Yeah yeah I feel I mean uh one of the reasons why I still use TikTok or still at least stay up to date on TikTok is it is my way of keeping up to speed with Gen Z and like I I've started like I know that I I'm not I don't think I would be considered old yet but because of TikTok like I know whatever is the latest lingo latest trends uh latest things people are talking about and TikTok is like my secret window to the gen z world that's literally the only way uh, i keep track of it uh, so in in that sense like you right and all these things you mentioned about the gen z is extremely woke they don't care about like ethnicity and where you're from and all of that they do, they're very uh, very liberal and modern in in that way uh, which our, even our generation isn't as much um, i mean gen z if you see half the videos are by like these mixed race creators where you know their mom is from some some other city father's another city so their generation is already like a product of people i mean at that point of time how will you have racism so that is true uh what else why else do you think well despite um despite all the good things that we see in tiktok uh, there's definitely a dark side of it 
I've never, I've never been on that part because um, sometimes when you see a lot of videos of food, you're in food TikTok. Yeah. Uh, when you see a little uh, videos of, uh, I don't know, finance or finance TikTok, 3D printing TikTok, and it's like there are like these walls that separate, like kind of, they're kind of imaginary walls that separate you because of the algorithm. Yeah. Um, I've never been to. Uh, I, I actually never thought it existed until I saw a video of this girl. Uh, she was from the LGTB community, and they were um, hating. Uh, they were ha hating comments uh, from from people that uh, were homophobic. And uh, the, something happened with her algorithm, and her for you page start showing her uh, a lot of uh, racist comments, uh, r r content creators that. Uh, that really make her feel sad and um, like she didn't belong to the world and yeah she got depressed because of that so um, she was asking through a video that please uh, all of the nice people uh, the ones who were supportive of her community to please interact with her videos so that she returns to the good side of TikTok well like like she said like she mentioned it. so um, I think we see all of these great things, but at, at the same time, there is a, a parallel TikTok where, where there is uh, inappropriate content. Um, of course, you can report it, but there's so many videos that um, there has to be, some of them must come up in the For You page for some. But, yeah, 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 for sure. In fact, I think the reason, I, I, I think we didn't mention this in the beginning, but the reason why, at least in India, and I think abroad as well, TikTok initially when it was, uh, you know, getting popular in like 17, 18, 19, uh, received a lot of flack was, one was because of, there was a lot of cringy content being put out, especially in India. Like you'd have all these men like post videos, crying, crying their eyes out, making it really red to some sort of very cheesy uh, music playing in the background. So those were like very cringy videos. The other reason and more serious reason why TikTok received a lot of flack was there's all these underage girls, maybe like 12, yeah. 13 years old, and they'd, post videos of themselves dancing and almost sexualizing themselves and uh you know in, in sort of like these suggestive dances i mean i feel like uh, savage by megan c salon is also a fairly uh, suggestive dance but they would do that and then they would get a lot of attention for it and then this would you know be the cycle of uh you know, them realizing though if i sexualize myself i and and then that was leading them to do things like you know open and only like a 13 year old girl opening an OnlyFans account and that sort of a thing. Only so, fans. so 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 that that was like one of the key things that people talk about why it's, it's so bad. And then and then it it like kind of matured as a platform. So you had all of these other things and other designers and then later They're on. probably they're probably getting better at blocking those videos too. I mean they um the the, the growth of the platform has have has been really uh, really exponentially great like it, it it's i don't think they were able to block as many videos as, as they can do now yeah. if you compare it like a year ago yeah. um so I, I think this dark side will be will get better uh in the future and we will have these these pages reported or eliminated and uh i mean then the other thing kind of stopping tiktok's growth is the whole political angle to it uh, it being blocked in India. I'm not sure. Is it is it blocked in the U.S. or there was talks of it? There, they were there. There was talks. Um, well, this actually happened because there was this TikToker who said, "Oh, how amazing it would be if you just buy a ticket of a rally of Trump and just don't go to it." So the stadium is 
just empty and that actually happened like it was a, it become trending and then it, you can see the videos and, and you can see trump talking to an almost empty stadium oh, wow. um so then he started saying that um they mean uh, the Chinese and all, all, all that, 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 all the things that he says about it. Um, they also mentioned that they steal data from the users. Um, so they went to court. Uh, the Department of Justice concluded um, that they just uh, collect data like any other platform would do, like, like Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. Um, so they like, they were also talks about not being able to use TikTok for uh, employees of the federal government. Yeah, they 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 also discussed that. I don't know what what happened uh, regarding that 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 topic, yeah. but it's definitely um, it's in the middle of, of political disputes. Um, it also, if you see, uh, most of the social media content that we watch every day are mostly uh, from the U.S. Um, TikTok is the first one that is used globally and has uh, a reach of uh, 800 million users. So that is a lot. And for uh, I understand why Trump, being the person that he is, uh, might be threatened by uh, an app that is kind of dominated in social media and the younger generation. Yeah, it's also kind of criticized. Um, TikTok is kind of criticized because it doesn't show up a lot of videos about uh, camps that they have against uh, a Muslim community. So they're also uh, banning those videos too. And I think that is why the public or the internet might criticize this, that app. But at the end of the day, I think they kind of forget it because of the dancing and and and, and the all the other interesting parts. But it's definitely something to watch out for. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I feel like so. There's there's talks of spinning out the like the international version. I mean, already I think between TikTok and I don't know what it is called in China. Um, it has some some other name in China. There's like a completely separate or. Chinese wall, no pun intended, between the two apps, uh, yeah. and they they like develop things very differently. There are features in the Chinese app that's not uh, there in the international one. So there are talks of you know spinning it out as a completely independent company that's not based in China, and hopefully with that then um, it like there was talks of Microsoft acquiring it. I don't know what happened to that, but if something like that happens, I think then it's in um, good good hands and uh, like definitely Zuckerberg has not been able to. Uh, you know, like like what he did with Snapchat or what he's now trying to do with Clubhouse where he's going to come up with a clone. He's not able to do that. Instagram Reels is definitely an inferior substitute to TikTok. And I think the reason for that is like when Snapchat Stories was incorporated in Instagram, there it was just a feature and you were only looking at your friends. So, I mean, once you copy the technique, then there's really nothing else stopping people from, you know, switching over. Whereas TikTok is not just about the technical platform, but also like the base and the algorithm like you mentioned which i feel is still much nicer in tiktok than instagram has so that'll forever like for now at least will not be uh but so and what are your thoughts on uh like the trend of tiktok uh tiktok influencer houses like the hype house in uh, la like the <laughs> i don't think i don't know about that i think i the house yeah the 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 hype house so like there's this trend where now uh, i mean it started with the hype house in in la where they got a like pretty nice big mansion 
and they brought together like eight uh. to 10 content creators who now live there and create content full time uh, yeah i've seen that um they try to do something in peru Uh, similar to that, which was called a concept house. Uh -huh. um, I don't think it was well received here uh, okay. because they only had they had influencers from the real life, not from TikTok. Okay. They they were um, uh, popular people in my country that were on the local news uh, on the TV, basically and on the TV channels, but they were not TikTok uh, content creators. Mm -hmm. And that's why it was so criticized. And then somebody else created uh, uh, an, another house, but it like went from from two from through TikTokers. Okay. Um, I think it's um, I don't know how Char Charlie Emilio makes uh, her money. I think she um, she makes advertise for some companies. I believe that right now she's with uh, Burger King or some uh, hamburger Dunkin' Donuts. Ah, Dunkin Donuts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is a possibility that you can make money uh, out of TikTok. And when you have these houses, um, who doesn't want to just chill, make videos, make content, and people will watch it. But, um, I think you have a lot of potential. Uh, any video can have a lot of potential. You have millions of users. Yeah. Uh, for example, I mean, just as an example, I, I have only 15 videos videos and i have a thousand five hundred followers wow which is it it, it is definitely a lot what uh, is the I, tiktok handle let's make it 1501 <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's for me it's really strange because i haven't posting half a year mm -hmm. and i I, ha i am still gaining followers out of nowhere like from those 15 tiktoks i've made And I, one of my videos have almost a million views and like 35,000 likes. Wow. Um, so um, if you can live out of it in a concept house or like uh, the house you mentioned, I, I think it would be a fun job to do. And I also believe that that's the future too. I mean, mm -hmm. we're going to be, we're, we're going to see a lot of influencers making more money uh, relating to TikTok and ad campaigns. All right. So... <laughs> I think we took over the discussion. Akshita, do you want? Do you have? Uh, do you want to add anything to what we've discussed so far? Uh, I feel like a lot's happened since <laughs> the last time I spoke. <laughs> like you, you've was... gone from Gen Z, and I thought that wait, I'm Gen Z, so I should give some inputs in this, okay? And yeah. then it just pivoted into a different conversation. I'm like, okay, wait, and then it went somewhere where I did not know what to add. So I'm like, okay, cool, it's fine. <laughs> It, it was such an interesting discussion. I didn't even realize that you know it's been. Going... Thanks, Anag, for forgetting me. Okay. <laughs> it's all Tamara's fault. The discussion was interesting. <laughs> it's it was honestly a very, as I said, just not a lot of um, exposure to TikTok. But I did have a few points. I mean, not a few pointers. Everything that we have already covered about the entire Gen Z conversation. Mm -hmm. But the last few parts of it, I had no idea about. I didn't even know. Was it a Big Boss thingy? the last few no it's not the, it's not what? a big boss thing it's like they got a mansion and basically they get paid like a salary i think or some like fun money and they get to live there uh but it's not oh, like, like what a dream camera, job <laughs> but they have to basically continuously create content they create like for example okay. if a has a tiktok account he'll create videos where b or c might be featured 
uh, or they, they in fact that house has its own dedicated account as well so it's like they're making um, videos for that houses account they're making videos for each other and like you know they get featured cross reference okay okay uh, okay like uh, for example uh, i i forget the names they have such weird sound names but like both so charlie demelo is probably the most followed uh, tiktoker and then i think addison rae is the second most after her and um, they both they both have like their respective boyfriends i don't know if they're dating or not that's been like the big news for some newspapers to report but so they all of them kind of live together in a house with like other friends and they create videos uh, and it's it's becoming a trend so like even in the uk there are three four houses like this um, there was one that i really found amusing one called the wave house where somehow they had a lot of capital like like they'll do things just they'll spend a lot of money for this one video and i don't know how they were monetizing it because they weren't doing any sponsorship uh so yeah. but yeah so so that mm, is that sounds like a dream dream job yeah <laughs> for some for some who love content creation yeah, yeah. We, should, we should definitely check out the wave house they have an account on instagram also and like all right one where i felt like you know wow this is like this is extremely good production value like this is this blows out any instagram or tiktok video i've seen in my life it's like It's like a Hollywood. Oh, nice! I'll, I, I, yeah, check it out. Wave House, you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, but but going back to what Tamara, you were saying about, uh, you know, getting a million views on your videos. I think that that is exactly the reason why TikTok, in my opinion, is for for two reasons. TikTok, in my opinion, is a is is a platform that any business, how big or small, irrespective, should consider. Is because TikTok is what. Facebook and Instagram was like Instagram was five years ago. Facebook was ten years ago. Where you know, if you push out content, organic content, people will see it. Strangers will see it without you, you know, paying for ads. Whereas now, for you to get your content across, you have to pay for it. I find it extremely amusing where influencers and content creators buy ads, and I see ads for other influencers on my Instagram. Like it makes no sense. Influencers are supposed to be where I go for my ads, not. see ads for influencers so that is one and the second is obviously it's the easiest way to reach the gen z but like i love your thoughts on yeah business uh tiktok for business uh for for businesses is is definitely something that uh my gave uh my give the opportunities for them to get the exposure that they want in order for for them also to to get uh more um more buyers um if you If you compare the the social media, the rates of social media engagement, you will see that are definitely higher in TikTok than any other platform. Um, for example, well, social media is kind of like measure, uh, like you, you, you how, how many of the people that watch your video actually like, comment, or interact with it. So in TikTok, you're looking uh, at rates of of fifty percent. uh for for micro influencers and when you compare it to instagram it's just five or six percent so uh it's it's more than that more than two or three times um um i also think that uh the algorithm and how it works makes it easier for the buyers that are actually looking for you or for products that are similar to what you're selling make them uh it, it makes it easier for them to find you and um you don't like you said you don't pay for ads they just were interested on your product so they'll if they're like it they'll buy it um also the ads are so short i mean sorry the videos on tiktok are so short 
and it doesn't feel like they're selling you something. It's just someone telling you about their life, telling you about their business, how they started, um, how much effort they put into it. So it's like you connect with the person that is making the product. And that is um, another side of shopping because it, um, it makes you feel that you're contributing to your community, you're contributing to someone. Um, it's more emotional. It's like emotional shopping. And uh, that's, I think that's like the ultimate uh, type of, 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 of marketing. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, you're right. I, I, do you think this kind of connects to the idea of how Instagram is about being more polished and TikTok, like you have Charlie DeMello talking about just having a dirty bedroom in the background. So similarly, in terms of like an Instagram ad would be a picture perfect photo of the dress that they're trying to sell in like a nice background and lighting and all of that. Whereas a TikTok, I know what you're talking about in terms of like a TikTok video would be like, oh, how I started the online business for you know, in a month and I make, I'm a small business that make these dresses or something. Uh, it's less about, oh, this is, this big, this dress is so nice and pretty rather it's about, oh, I started. A yes. It's, it's really engaging. Um, it talks your, it, it really touches your heart. Um, because you don't only see the, if you, you do not only see the product, but you also see the person that is making it. You see how it, their business is growing and they encourage you to start your business so uh it's a place where you can find inspiration if you are looking to start a business and you don't have any uh it's a, uh, a place if you do have a business to just show it to the world um and that that you can also link your your TikTok to your other accounts so you can link it to instagram to facebook to your i don't know online store so uh, for businesses, it definitely has a, a lot of potential. And you don't, like you said, you don't have to pay for your app. The algorithm basically gives your customers. Very true. And I think just adding to what we've discussed, I, I uh, so like every time I stroll through Instagram, by the end of it, I end up feeling depressed because it's like everybody's very curated aspects of their life. I think actually we discussed this in that episode with Ash, where, you know, social media in general is very curated people post pictures of them going out at night or travel or this and that. But as TikTok somehow makes me feel nice about myself. It's inspiration and con like, even if it is someone talking about their store and making money, it's about how I can also do that. So by the end of spending one hour on TikTok, I end up feeling nicer than I was before I started. Whereas in Instagram, it's the reverse. I end up feeling more depressed than how I was before I started. So I guess that's also one of the reasons uh, why TikTok is popular. Okay. I think we should, uh, uh, begin to wrap up. Is there anything you would like to add? Uh, uh, yes. Uh, two things. I don't know if we have time for both of them. Uh, no, first, is, um, <laughs> how can you, how can you build, uh, how can you find a community there? Because there's the business part, the algorithm and all this stuff, but yeah. also, uh, like how can you find your community? Uh, so if you're a person that has been struggling with bullying in your school, you, if you start liking videos like that, you will see that per, uh, other people talking about their experiences and how they uh, achieve to um, to get over them. How, what did they do? How do they feel now that they are, you know, 20, 30 years old? What did they, what did they do in, when they were younger? So that's, that's like, you can find your community. Uh, then if you are uh, looking for, um, 
3D printing uh, and you want to start a business, you get to talk to other people that are actually doing the same. And not only people, like common people, not like, I don't know, me that I'm just starting or like anybody. You, you can talk to people that are successful in that business. Uh, for example, for a uh, there was a time I was interested in marketing tips. So I got in contact, well, not going, I just commented a video of the CEO of marketing of H&M. I just said like I like I like your video. It's something like I didn't thought he would like he would see it or watch it or like it anything, but he responded to. It. So <laughs> I was very uh, amused of the power of connecting people. You because it's not a uh, it's not a social media. It's a new social media. So everybody's just starting their own accounts. They don't have many followers. So if you find someone that you admire. And it probably has like, I don't know, a thousand followers. You can talk to them and they'll probably watch your comment, comment, uh, like it or, or just you can reach out to them. They might respond to you. Um, also, um, there is a, this a specific example that uh, really makes me believe in the world again, <laughs> which is that uh, there, there was this person who was talking about their Parkinson's disease and how it was hard for him to uh, to just do the simple things in life like everything was harder for him um he specifically mentioned that um it was hard for him to take pills because of the containers were really small and and he, he his hand was shaking um so there was this one guy who was a designer that um elaborated uh, a container specialized uh, that was specialized for people with parkinson that allowed him to pick these little uh these little pills and uh, suddenly another guy was talking to the comments uh, who was uh, who had a 3D printed, printer. So that person printed that design. Then um, it didn't work the first time, um, but then a mechanical engineering was also tagged into these comments. And this person made that device better and then they, um, they sent it to the person that needed it. So they created a solution uh, really fast. Uh, they made it, uh, they made the uh, designs public so anybody can use it and print it or sell it or donate it if they want to. So I, I, I think that it really, you can find your community, it enhances collaboration and make it, they make it easier. Um, so yeah, that's like the part of how you can build community, how you can uh, collab with different people around the world. And then I think that for music, I think it democratizes music. Um, I have found myself liking different um, artists that, that, that don't have many followers, um, that are people that created one song and suddenly they have millions of millions of views of their song because they like it and they didn't have a producer, they didn't have a advertisement about their music. They just posted on TikTok and so many like it so many people like uh, like it that they just um, uploaded to Spotify, and they became I don't know um, uh, I don't uh, there's a list in TikTok like Spotify, uh, Spotify list about what are the music on TikTok that is most popular. So they suddenly get a a lot of uh, a lot of followers, and so yeah, I think that's also very positive for for artists that are, that are beginning. Oh, that's great. Uh, Archita, do you have? We missed you again. 
You guys have covered almost everything, and uh, the actually the Parkinson's um, uh, story. I actually had read about it, and I really wanted to talk about it as well. So thank you so much, Tamara, for bringing it up because it was honestly a very inspiring um, collaboration happened between the random. was online so yeah i think you guys have covered it all <laughs> i felt like an audience today i felt like i'm listening to the podcast today <laughs> but yes <laughs> okay you yeah, have discussed it all uh, okay so uh, i guess that wraps up our uh, discussion on this topic uh, i'll go ahead and summarize discussed and you guys have anything to add <laughs> please uh, do so we started the discussion by talking about our experiences with tiktok and i think most of us i mean except akshita she used to do for tiktok so she never installed it on her phone but me and tamara um surprisingly i'm the only gen z here <laughs> ironically no, i i don't know what the cut for gen z because i was born in 94 and i feel like i'm gen z but probably not I'm self-proclaimed Gen Z. Like I, I, I force myself to be a Gen Z. I'm 97 born, so yeah, I'm just oh, yeah. borderline. You are, you are a Gen Z. No, you are. Or like, um, then I am a millennial. I think they are called that. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! Says, I didn't even know it's called. Researchers and popular media use the mid to late 1990s as starting birth years and early 2010s as ending birth years. So mid, so. is 1995 a gen z, z then yes so tamara you missed being a gen z by a year <laughs> <laughs> oh i feel i definitely feel like one i feel like where i it's wore it's gen z gets all the heat as well in some situations <laughs> uh, okay yeah so we started with uh, having installed it during the pandemic and then you kind of very impressed by the plethora of content that's there i think even that akshit also saw the buzz videos of mm-hmm. not just dancing but like recipe videos business videos i mean i've seen videos about how to use excel i would have never thought that tiktok would be where i'd go to get my excel fix so uh, so you have that then we talked about the instagram versus tiktok uh, debate and we agreed that tiktok is still far superior even though instagram is you know copied a lot of the technical features tomorrow mentioned that some of the buttons are at the top row which makes them inaccessible using just the thumb so that is there plus the amount of creators are still like every tiktok creator is not actively pushing content out on reels and the algorithm that tiktok has is much more superior in terms of recommending content that you'd like so those things combined tiktok still kind of remains supreme uh, then we talked about uh, why tiktok is popular among gen z uh so one of it was that you know tiktok gen z is kind of grown up with a tablet in their hand if i quote tamara because of which they, it makes them very comfortable to both use the app i mean the tiktok interface can be fairly overwhelming to someone like a boomer for example like compared to the ui of a facebook or a instagram it's definitely far more complex plus they very comfortable being in front of the camera and not just like in sort of like a polished form like probably like how our generation is but just literally you call them up at 3 o'clock at night and they'll be okay to pick up a face cam uh so because of that they're very comfortable pushing out content uh third i might be getting the orders a little up and down but the third thing is that you get a lot of organic views like tomorrow mentioned that one of her videos she has 15 15 videos out and 1500 followers and one of her videos even has a million views which is completely unthinkable 
on YouTube or on Instagram, uh, which talks about the prowess of TikTok as a platform for organic reach. And uh, yeah, and then basically uh, TikTok is where people post inspirational, authentic content. So like I personally, if I scroll through Instagram, uh, yeah, 1500 followers and uh, 1 million views. Uh, so uh, like if you if I scroll through Instagram for an hour, I get depressed after watching it. And if I scroll through TikTok for an hour, I get really either entertained. Like some of the TikTok videos are really, really funny. There's, I feel like some of the funniest things I've consumed in the past year are TikTok videos. So that plus they're like inspirational, authentic content. Nobody's kind of like showing off or flexing like the cool kids call it these days. Uh, so so that and then Tamara mentioned that you know you can you can find your community whether it's marketing, whether it's uh, tie and dye, whatever you're looking for. And because TikTok is a slightly more newer platform, you can reach out to more, you know, impressive people like the head of marketing. Is there anything else that you guys would like to add to this? Okay. Uh, how it democratizes, democratizes music? I, yes, I don't know yes, 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 yes. And uh, Tamara mentioned that, like, you know, you don't have to, you don't need to be signed by, you know, Universal Music or some big hotshot music label. Uh, if your music is good, people will discover it and it can blow up. And some of the tiktok music like the musicians on tiktok are not backed up by a studio and they're still you know getting lots and lots of views so that is also something impressive anything else no. yeah that would be great sorry Tamara. no i'm no you did great yeah all that's right. it all right so i guess that brings us to the end of this discussion and to the next segment which is a funny or insightful incident of the week uh, Tamara, do you have that you can find me inside? Um, well, I something something funny that happened in my week. Um, well, this happened today, but I, I don't know how if if it's insightful. I was in TikTok, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then this was this. Um, there was a video about um, about a girl who was who was singing cumbia in a mall. Cumbia is um, uh, music that well, it is playing Peru, in Argentina, uh, and different Latin American countries. And um, there was this engineer that was passing by because he, he had his uh, helmet on, and it started dancing like um, how how people in the rainforest of Peru dance. And I lived in Tarapoto, which is uh, located in the in the rainforest of Peru. I lived there for five years. So like I immediately recognized that, and I I I felt like really happy to see it again, um, and I think I'll definitely try to imitate <laughs> this dancing and just upload it at some point of, of this month. So yeah, it was it was fun, and and it made me remember my my great times in the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> this is one TikTok video I definitely watch. <laughs> when Lamara, you upload it. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, okay, last time I uh, asked Akshita to go next, so I'll, I'll go next and then Akshita, you can't think of anything. You can piggy, piggyback off my. For sure. <laughs> I think that's uh, our thing now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I don't have a funny thing for the week, but uh, there was. Um, this article, this podcast that I was listening to, and I mean, it, it is a slightly older episode from 2019. And this was around the time when Jeff Bezos was announced as the richest man in the world. And so around that time, people started doing this math where they said that 
the amount of money that he has, I don't even remember the disgustingly high amount that it was. To accumulate that much money, you would need to be earning $5,000 a day. Most people working white collar jobs in the US earn that in a month. So you would be needing to earn $5,000 after tax a day from the day Jesus Christ was born and save the entire amount to get to uh, where Jeff Bezos is right now. So, I mean, the inside of the thesis of this whole mathematics is that you cannot create wealth while working a job. The only way to create yeah. wealth is by owning an asset, whether it's investing yeah. in financial securities, investing in real estate, or investing. I found that like quite, I mean, it is conventional wisdom, but then when we, someone puts it like that, then it's like, whoa. <laughs> you, it, it's in perspective. It's in a very yeah. different perspective than that. Yeah, I think, I think, well, in TikTok, well, finance TikTok talks about that a lot. Um, and it also kind of tries to give you some alternative to just studying um, or, or being in a nine to five job. Uh, and, and they say um, that, well, different videos said that maybe you could find different streams of income so that you can be a millionaire. I mean, <laughs> I know it takes a lot of work and that stuff. There's a lot of, uh, uh, there's, uh, a lot of part of TikTok that also talks about affiliate marketing and drop shipping and all of these online businesses that you can do to actually achieve being, achieve being, becoming a millionaire. But, but yeah, I think, yeah, it's, it's what it takes, I think. Oh yeah, oh, yeah think, you're right. You're right. I, yeah. I started drop shipping in March last year because I watched TikToks, TikToks about it. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> I wanted, yeah, I would wanted to start one, but uh, uh, I wasn't studying for the UMA. I had, I had no head for, for anything else, really. But uh, it's amazing to hear that. It's really, you have to show me how. <laughs> I will, I will. Um, sorry, actually, you were saying. No, no, no. I, I was just thinking out loud and I was saying, I think I should get on this finance TikTok thing and increase my, my finance knowledge. I think that's the easiest way I can <laughs> learn <laughs> because no books can teach me. Like, there's no savior for yeah. me. So I think this can prove as a miracle <laughs> to help me. For, for background, Tamara, I have absolutely zero knowledge in finance. So you, you okay. both of you all are my uh, finance gurus now. And I think TikTok, I think I should get there. Yeah. It's more in, uh, you can get inspired from it and then look things for later. But like you, you will never, I don't think you'll never learn from TikTok. It's different from YouTube. I think you can learn yeah. from it, but TikTok is just the, the videos are so short, or you can get interested in. Yes. All right. I think uh, that wraps up our episode. Thank you so much for joining us today, Tamara. Uh, it was lovely having you, and I think. Our discussion got so animated that we forgot Akshita was on. So I apologize. We're so sorry. So worry. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I was, I was so, as I said, it's a foreign concept for me. For me, it was so much information and uh, it was amazing listening to both of y'all. Uh, I was glad I wasn't called upon to speak on anything because I'd just be like, mm, I'm sorry, I did not know this part of it. But yeah. Tamara, thank you so much. Really, it thank was, you. I, I could see how passionate you were. It was really, really, really nice to see. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I, I really enjoyed talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Tamara's uh, stories post the session were also very TikTok related and <laughs> actually showing how involved it is. <laughs> yeah.
thinking the same thing okay so tumara how was your uh, experience being on the podcast uh, it, it was amazing uh, i i think that oh, i i'm not a person that i mean i am a person that talks a lot but only if you ask me the right questions <laughs> so i think you did both it both it excellent in that part uh, i really enjoyed talking with you too about tiktok um very interested in the drop shipping part um and yeah thanks thank you so much uh no definitely i'll i'll share my drop shipping notes with you tomorrow this i have so many of them and uh, yeah but th- thank you so much for taking the time out and joining us once again thank you akshita for joining us <laughs> and patiently listening <laughs> and patiently listening i find it extremely funny more so because this was a topic about something that me? gen z is interested in and me and tomara exactly were talking about gen z and the one gen z we have <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking of. I'm like, hmm, I'm the Gen Z here, and they're going all out uh, on Gen Zs. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure there's there's like a mansplaining equivalent of uh, when a generation explains. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Gen Z. Uh, <laughs> But anyways, yes. Thank you so much, Tamara, and thank you, Anag, for really uh, getting this episode and topic through. I think you both killed it. For sure. All right. I think that's it. I'm going to start mm-hmm. recording now.